Welcome to What in the Shibar with Sujia and Ed. We're just two Asian Americans talking shit about shit. So much shit. All the shit. <laughs> we still don't have a theme song. We're the fucking worst. <laughs> Why haven't one of you written a theme song? <laughs> you don't expect us to do it, do you? <laughs> they're like, yeah. Our community. Write us a song. A they're cool like, theme yeah. Song. One of you guys got into Juilliard, so yes, you uh, should write yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about that. I'm not a singer songwriter. Just played the cello. Oh, fine. Go sit over there then. Yeah, go sit on your narwhal, the mythical narwhal. It's the narwhal. <laughs> narwhal. Yeah. The narwhal. <laughs> but it's okay because they're not even real. This, what do you mean they're what not real? You? Narwhals are real. Narwhals are absolutely real. What do you real. mean? <laughs> what There's, do you mean? Wait. No. Are you fucking with me? <laughs> now, are you fucking with me about fucking with you? No, of course it's real. Narwhals are absolutely real. There's a there's a creature with a giant. Oh yeah, like I guess Antelope it's kind of like stuff. a unicorn, but like yeah. But when you uh, you see unicorn whale. as an example, that makes it seem fictional. Well, but it's not. It's like an ant antelope, antelope gazelle. One of them has a horn on its head, and I don't mean antlers. Oh, I mean like a like a rhinosaurus. <laughs> We are all over the, we are not zoologists, you can't tell. Um, yeah, Wait. no, narwhals, I think they live in like Antarctica and they're absolutely real. Here, let me show you a picture. Wait. <laughs> now go search for a picture and put it on there. Right? Wait. Narwhals are 100% real. Then how come I haven't seen any photos? Well, do you live in Antarctica? No, <laughs> but like, why do we post videos of manatees if narwhal, 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 um, I keep wanting to say narwhal. Narwhals are real. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I don't know why it hasn't entered your like sphere and scope of life, but they're absolutely real. I'm sorry. To, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually really happy to have been the person to break no that way. to you. That's so weird. <laughs> Wait, there's a real thing? Wait, this is real? I yes. mean, this isn't real. Well, that, that's a Squishmallow modeled after a real animal called a narwhal. They live in Antarctica and they have like long ass fucking horns. I mean, manatees are cute. Then why are oh, I mean, I being- like, oh, yeah, it's like a manatee. But why am I being shown videos of manatees when there's ones with horns? I feel like manatees are easier to film. They're like around and there aren't manatees like super friendly. They're like they're like the golden retriever of the sea. They're like, hi, what are you doing? Are you swimming? Can I swim with you? My sister actually swam with a manatee once. She said it was the craziest thing. It was, she was like, it was like, hey, how are you? That's crazy. Do you want to swim? I love swimming. Do you love swimming? I one time had to do a school project on manatees and I got so offended that they were called sea cows. I was like, that is so rude. Why? What's wrong with being called a cow if you're a cow-like animal? I thought they were being called a cow because they're, you know, roly-poly. They are. They have to have body fat to stay alive in cold water. We should just call cows manatees of the sea of the land. Well, I'm so confused. I maybe don't name them. I they don't. have names. It's okay. <laughs> I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. No, he did not. He is very tired and very unshaven. <laughs> yeah. I woke up this morning. I was like, I can't. He walked up and I was like, whoa. <laughs> hey, you okay? <laughs> what happened? So uh, I went to bed and then I wake up around like 2.30 because Archie is like crying at the bottom of the steps to my bed. Why are you crying? So then I was like, come here, come here. And it, sometimes he gets weird about the steps, even though he's been doing it for like three months now. And then, so I picked him up and I was like, why are you so roly poly and bloated? So then I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was like, oh, I don't really don't want to get out of bed. Cause like, if I open my eyes for too long after you wake up, can't go back, can't go back to sleep. So then I was like, fuck. So I turn on the lights, get out of bed, get out of bed and then turn on the lights. And then I see that, oh, okay, he pooped on the pee pad. That's what that emergency pee pad's for. But then I turn around, then I see this huge pile of vomit. Who's vomit? It was, at first I was like, oh my God, that's so much vomit from a little dog. And I was like, oh, no, you idiot. Obviously that was Colt's vomit. Oh, oh, Colt got sick? Yeah, I don't know why. So like that's, so then like I look through the cameras, the camera, and then I see that like around 2.10, Colt just bolts up out of bed, jumps off the bed, and then just like you hear him barfing. Oh no. And then like you see Archie peek his head up from his like little shark squishmallow <laughs> bed, from his uh, shark squishmallow bed. 
and he starts like he starts like sniffing like what's that smell oh no you didn't and then he climbs down and then for like 15 undisturbed minutes oh god just like ate his fill wait i mean archie i let you kiss me on the mouth today so then after that, by then, like I've already been staring at my screen, my eyes are more awake, and then I couldn't sleep because I was like, Cole gets fed raw food diet because he's a lot of allergies, and Archie doesn't. So then I was like, oh no, it's like four hours raw food inside of a stomach. Like I, I was like, is it still raw? I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then I was like, whatever Col made Colt barf, I was like, did Archie eat it too? And then like, I don't know. And then I couldn't fall asleep until like five. Did you get sick? Poor baby. But yeah, I don't know if you guys can notice, but like Archie's like really roly poly today. Show him your because belly. Because then like I had to Show feed him, him his belly. normal oh. food. So now he's just like this chunkster today. Oh, I'm so Chunky. sorry you got sick. Lay down, go to sleep. Oh, what a shame. Go see daddy. No, you stay there. I don't want barf kisses. I do. <laughs> Just I kidding. have kids. I've had all kinds of gross kisses. <laughs> oh, but how was your week? Dude. I still can't believe this is real. That's <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, dude. Narwhals are real. You heard it here first, apparently. <laughs> do your kids know this is a real animal? Yeah. I don't understand. I, Can you guys just let me know in the comments how many of you didn't realize a narwhal? I'm sure there's like a real. statistic where a lot of, I, I bet that's a lot of people. It's not, I, I think, I feel like when a narwhal is represented in like media and stuff, it is kind of re represented as like this fictional thing, like in um, that movie Elf. Oh, yeah. You know, he like leaves the North Pole and he travels to New York and he and sees it turns a narwhal. Into claymation, right? Yeah. Maybe that's why. Dude, I don't know your life like that. Maybe. I mean, I think it's because you even equated it too. It's like the unicorn of the sea, and like that is. Well, I wonder then maybe imagined. the narwhal is the um, inspiration unicorn, for unicorn lore. Yeah, so we're back to the manatee cow reference. <laughs> the, the unicorns unicorn of the are land? the narwhals no, of the land. Narwhals yes, of the see, land. It is confusing. It is confusing. It's really funny. Uh, um, how was my week? My week was wet and rainy. Oh, we're in LA and we are just going finally, I think coming out of what was called the pineapple express. Did you hear it called that? They called it that because we're all high. No, not Wait. after the movie, they, they referenced it as the pineapple express. They also called it like, a, what is it? A river? But, some but kind then of explain river what is a pineapple express? I don't know. That's just what they called it. Well, because the movie was Wrong. called Pineapple up, Express. I don't think it was then, after the movie. And then they named a strain of marijuana after it. Or it's I the other way around. Pineapple Express was an expression before Pineapple Express, the movie. Mm. And the movie was named after something. And then that's where the naming all came from. I don't know. Ron's Stoners. Looking at, our production team is looking into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> our production team. Which is just Ron on yeah. his phone, which is fine. It's confusing because team is singular and plural. Um, but yeah, so the, the week has been really crazy. Like the weather has been nutso. Like, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen videos and, you know, the news, but the weather has been great. Like landslides, rivers, like overflowing stores and houses getting flooded, like people having to be, you know, rescued from all over the place. What do we got? The Pineapple Express is a name given to an atmospheric, atmospheric river that is a common feature for the West Coast of the U.S. and Canada. What? Atmospheric river. It its name from the warm moist air that gets entrained into the system that initially starts off near Hawaii place. Ah, well, there you have it. I told you Pineapple Express was very real. weird. Weird. No, it makes sense. The Anatomy Pineapple Express a is a weather event that happens because of warm weather that originates where there's pineapples, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, they said because Hawaii is also known for methods. But it doesn't quite hit like <laughs> Macadamia Express has so many syllables. Maca Mac Express. And then it's just like raining nuts. <laughs> anyway. What a um, weird conversation. Happening. Um but yeah, so it's been really crazy. And yeah. like I think I I really don't like it when people who are not from LA 
make fun of us when things like this happen. I mean, it's jealousy, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, if you don't fucking like it, get the fuck out of LA. Well, like that's fine by I me, think, less I think, traffic. Bye. I think a lot of people who live in like rainy and snowy weather have to hate on LA so they, they don't feel like they're missing out well, on so the Well, so I see weather. this girl on TikTok and she does this TikTok and she's like, I'm in LA for five days and she's saying it in a British accent. She's like, and I got this notification that there's gonna be like flood warnings. And she's like, God, you guys relax. It's just a little drizzle and it's like, it's actually not. It's been dumping. It's actually a foot of rain um, in the span of about three or four days, which is equivalent to what we normally get in a whole fucking year. Yeah. So no, it's not just a little drizzle. And LA gets such a bad rap for not being able to like sustain these kinds of weather events, but it's because we're not built that way. We're a fucking desert. You know what I mean? Like, it do is you know twofold. what happens to desert land when there is no water, it gets so dry and it's like it's like raining down on concrete. It is concrete. It doesn't penetrate into the land itself. So the water just runs off yep. into places where it will then be absorbed. You know what I mean? And Or recently what's happening this time is because we recently got rain, the the ground is like loose. soft and loose, which then causes mudslides. All those mudslides. Yeah. Also, we have fires here. Yep. So wherever their burn scars are, that land has also been compromised. So the rain goes in there and creates all of this mud. Yep. And I think it really, I mean, I'm LA through and through. So when people talk shit, I'm like, the fuck are you talking shit about? The fuck are you talking shit about? You know what we have to go Stop through? Stop watching our movies. <laughs> yeah, don't, and don't move here for the fucking weather then. Or visit. Because it rained for four days. Yeah. Bye. Go, you can feel free to go back to the Midwest if that's what you want. And that's another thing, man. Okay, like people in the Midwest or, you know, on the East Coast or whatever, you get like, warnings, like hurricane warnings. You get tornado warnings, hurricane season. You know there's a whole season where that's, you know, we have to live through earthquakes where at any moment with no warning whatsoever, your, we have to be like ready to fucking yeah, go. Your house could just fall into the ground. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's not funny. Out of nowhere, it has happened. And it's like, we go through plenty. You know what I mean? We go through plenty. So please don't reduce what we go through as just a little bit of dribble, drizzle, because yeah. it's not. And it sounds like if we're not actually reducing any of the other natural catastrophes Jesus either. Jesus Christ, I just, would be fucking yeah. terrified, terrified during a tornado. Oh my God, I saw what? a tornado form once in Georgia. See, that's so scary. It was terrifying. We were driving on the highway and like a couple miles out in the middle of this field, I literally watched as this tornado formed and I was like, I was like, oh my God, we were but in an were Astro you not van. Warm, warned of it happening? No, it was like in 95. So maybe on the radio there was a warning, but mm -hmm. we weren't listening to the radio. We yeah. were um, plugged in a TV <laughs> into the thing and we were watching TV. While you were driving? I wasn't driving. I was like 14, 15 at the time. Oh um, I, I was in the back and like we were on a road trip. So we did this thing where we went to um, Walmart and we bought like a TV. Uh, car TV for the trip, and then on the way back we returned. <laughs> what a little menace you were! Oh my god, <laughs> terrible. But uh, yeah, no, it's terrifying. Tornadoes yeah. are terrifying. Yeah. I mean, just all natural disasters, even with warnings, they're just so unpredictable. Of course, it's you know? very, very scary. So, wait, but real quick, also the twofold part I was mentioning earlier, outside of the ground, is also like. Whoever did the city planning for the roads in LA? Don't talk shit about LA, motherfucker. What if, what'd I just fucking say? Wait. What'd I just fucking say? Don't talk shit. But whoever did the city planning should be shamed forever because like it wasn't very well thought out. But the planning was done around, I'm sure, like how long has LA infrastructure no, I agree. been in place? I agree. But like, can't we just like inject some money to like update a couple extra drains in the road so it doesn't flood. But I don't think it's that time. simple. It's not that simple. I it's know. like, where do they, where does it flow to? The no, LA no. rivers are only so deep because we don't expect that much. And so. that is true. They did, they did account for it because the LA river, when it doesn't rain, I don't think you guys understand. It's, it's embarrassing. It's just a big <laughs> concrete ditch. It's, yeah. it's not a river. With like a flow of water that's sometimes literally this wide. Yeah. But when it rains, it literally overflows. It's a, yeah. And it's this huge basin that they created for the LA River. And it is it is crazy because again, we're also in a valley too. So when it rains, all of that dumps into the center of the valley, oh, yeah. obviously. So like, I get it, 
But like, I also need someone to curse at when there's a lot of traffic for the rain. And I know. Always be the I damn city planner. I cannot tell you planner. how many accidents I've seen. And I was, I on the first day when it rained really, really hard. I was driving from the valley to the west side, and I was coming down the Sepulveda Pass. It was fucking terrifying. It was terrifying. It was, it wasn't like like my windshield wipers couldn't keep up. Rainex. Oh my god, I cannot. I love Rainex so kind of, much. Was that some kind of band or something? <laughs> yeah. <I love> Rainex. <laughs> no, it's uh, like an industrial solvent. It doesn't make that much sense here, but it's this like window spray that you put on your car. It's like wax for your windows. Oh, okay. And whenever it rains, it beads, beads up so it doesn't create this like. That's smart. Yeah, like when I was just driving now, my car at times wouldn't even windshield wiper because it was like, uh, what, what water? Yeah. What well, water? When I was driving, it was nighttime and it was oh. dumping rain. It was like like sheets, of, like somebody was just throwing buckets really of water like onto my car. Here. Yeah, it was so scary. Fortunately, everybody else on the road was like, "I'm fucking scared." So we're like going like forty on the freeway. I'm like, "Are That's you okay? Fast. Okay, everybody, slow down." All right, thirty. Thirty feels good. Okay, let's go down to thirty. It took me forever to get home because I was like, "I can't. I'm not going to risk it." Um, and my husband like called me. He's like. Do you want to talk on the phone or not talk on the phone? Would that be too distracting, or is it good because you need a distraction from how scared you are? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what to do. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I was driving his car. He's like, "Don't crash my car." I was driving like, his car. It feels safer. So yeah, it's it's been it's been something, and I know that a lot of people have like suffered a lot. Like a lot of people's like trees, huge fucking trees. Two people died because a tree fell in the car. See. I'm telling you that shit is real and it's really, really scary. So like I would never reduce somebody's experience like with a hurricane or like a tornado be like, you guys, it's just a fucking cyclone of air, <laughs> relax. It's just air, no, it's not. It's air that could rip the fucking roof off of your house and take you with it, you know? So I don't know when people talk shit. And again, I'm very sensitive and protective about Los Angeles. I'm not gonna, I know, but you know, don't fucking talk shit. Yeah, Bitches. one of my favorite one of my favorite things to say when people are like, "No one's really from LA." I was like, "I was born in LA." So, <laughs> There's I a mean, lot of us. Here I am, my yeah. sister too. Like, I don't know what that even fucking means. Oh, you know who else I fucking hate? <laughs> <laughs> it's people who like have moved to LA, and then they parody what people from LA are like. God, it fucking pisses me off. Sometimes like, it's funny, like when Blake Griffin did it that one time. Like, remember six, seven years ago? No. Blake Griffin, he's that basketball player. I don't remember like yesterday morning. He, I mean, <laughs> he literally is like, oh my God, I'm dead. So dead. It's like six feet under dead. Like, oh, the rain? No, but like how LA, LA people from LA oh. talk. Okay. That one was kind of funny. That's but I do one know thing, what you mean. But about like, the, they're like, what is this falling from the sky? Like, shut up, motherfuckers. <laughs> we know what rain is. We just don't get it all the time because we don't live in where the fuck it rains a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. oh my God, you guys, I can't go outside. It's raining. Like, enough. I enough. mean, it's my so dogs corny. feel that way. Oh so. my God, Jilly was fucking pissed. I have a video. I was thinking about posting it. I have a, like a blue towel on her and she's just looking at me like, the fuck is this? What are, what are we doing here? What are we doing? What, you want me to go? It's pouring rain. She'd go outside for five seconds, pee, and she'd come back in. She's like, you motherfuckers. Yep. I'm like, I didn't do it. Huey's just been peeing in the house. Yeah, like, fuck I was just you. Say that. Whenever it rains this much, Colt at, will poop in the house at some yeah. point because he refuses to go out. Yeah. And like, it's really funny because I'll go out there and like- Colt's I, poops in the house must look humongous. It's huge. Huey, when he pees in the house, I'm like, okay, well, that's a river of pee. Okay, yeah. great. It's funny because um, I try to teach my dogs the command go potty. Mm-hmm. So they'll go pee and poop, you know? Yeah. Um, so Colt knows it, Dexter and Stella knew it too. And one time when I was still living in Philadelphia, um, whenever it rains, I like have to yell it at them. You know what I mean? Cause all my dogs hated the rain. And I'd be like, go potty, go potty. Cause like you have to force them into the rain. You know what I mean? You have to like shame them to go. <laughs> and then one time um, I went to this bar and then I was like talking to this girl and we found out that she lived like four doors down from where I lived at the time. Oh my God. And then, and then like, we ended up back at her house and then was she, she like, are you the go? No, no, wait. So, so like, oh she were like drunk talking. She's like, oh my God. She's like, do you ever hear that old no. man? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, do you ever hear that old man yelling at his dogs to go potty? And I literally did one of those like, 
laughs. And then I was like, oh my God, that's me. And then she started dying laughing. Oh my God. Uh, she's like, you ever hear that old man just yelling at his dogs repeatedly? To he go walks potty? with his hands behind his back and he's screaming at the dogs to go potty really loud and sometimes in Korean. And it was just really funny because at the time I was like 27. So I was like, holy shit, that's me. Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, that's pretty good. So every time I yell at Colt to go potty now, I'm I like, that, some yeah. of these neighbors yeah. probably yeah. like, who is this old ass dude yelling at his dog? But now you are an old ass dude, so it's all right. <laughs> I mean, you are. It's okay. I mean, according to most oh. standards, most metrics, you're old. That's all right. I'm old. Not if you can't tell. It's Not true. if you can't tell. It's true. We can tell by the way you walk with your hands behind hey, you. Yeah. That's a dead fucking oh giveaway. Oh my God. Right before we started recording. So Archie... <laughs> has started to learn for like weeks now, Archie's been like toying, trying to jump off this couch and we make him not because like one, cause he's tiny. He's literally like this tall. He's a very small dog. And like the second day I had him, I like literally walked, I think I talked about it. I like walked into my room for a second and he jumped from the ledge of our couch, trying to hop onto a table. And all of a sudden I just heard, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And right before we started recording, Archie jumped. And then he kept jumping and jumping. And then at one point I was standing up, Susie was sitting right here and we both went, which is like a very <laughs> Korean, like, don't you do You're about to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like, except as soon as I did it, I was like, see, I had my hands behind my back while doing the I just shoot. I want you to do a visual, get off the couch and show everybody what you did. Show them your shame. I don't know if the cameras can even catch you. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you look like my dad. <laughs> you just did that. Uh, how was the rest of your week? Anything else other than the rain? I live on a hill and when it rains like this, let's just say we used to have, um, oh my God, I'm having a mulch. We used to have mulch mm. in our backyard. We don't have any mulch anymore because every time it rains, away. it just washes down the hill. Yeah, have you noticed the the rocks in front of my house? They're all gone. All <laughs> the hoses and stuff are exposed. I'm like, how do I notice the rocks that aren't there? Well, are gone? There I do are know what you mean. There, that clearly there are some missing because it looks like it. I just thought you guys so were annoying. too lazy to bury the the watering. It hoses. is also that. <laughs> it is also that. Uh, you think I'm going to get down and like with my back dig out the, no. Isn't that what husbands are for? Have oh, you seen my husband? I can't do that either. Yeah. You, you, for hours. And also if it's a sunny day, my husband will disintegrate in the sun. He will turn into a giant red exploding tomato with radiate heat. It'll be crazy. He can't be, he's delicate. He looks tough, but he's a very delicate man. <laughs> Don't choke to death. Um, oh, but how was the rest of your week outside of the rain? I don't know, man. There's a lot going on. Like we're contemplating selling the family business. I don't oh. even know if I should be talking about that at this point, but we're, we don't, there is a conversation around it. We've been doing it for 27 years and it's like, my parents are on an age. I have so many other things that I want to do with my life. And so we're thinking about it, but like, that's like, that's like the thing. That's like th our family thing. And so to let that go also like, you know, I, 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 whenever I hear somebody say the words, like I quit my job to be a full-time content creator, I'm shaking my head like idiot. That's so stupid. <laughs> Ed, Ed. No. Cause it's like, at any moment, it could all disappear. Now, this could just be yeah. a multitude of traumas that I've endured in my life telling me, like, I'm not good enough to just do that. I'm not interesting enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, you know, whatever. Also, we don't know where it's going. Right. They just had a Senate hearing this past week yeah. where they're still trying to demonize right. TikTok. And it could disappear. Yeah. And I'm trying to diversify and, like, whatever. But it's like, I don't know. But then do can I after having done this, can I just go back now? Like if this were all to disappear, like to just go back to just like what my regular life no. was, I don't know. I've gotten a taste for what this is and I do really love yeah. it. I if really love TikTok it. If TikTok goes away, I'm going to try selling feet, feet, feet pictures first. <laughs> I mean, that's what it would come down to. Um, you know, and 
But then again, I'm like, but I was able to build this. So why couldn't I build it again if I had to? I was able to do it once. Would I not be able to do it twice? And again, that comes into the, the imposter syndrome. Like I don't, des I'm undeserving of this. This was a fluke, but it's not, it wasn't a fluke, you know? So we should just start our own app. Call it Blick Block. Bli <laughs> I was like, what is that? Oh, <laughs> it's a play on TikTok. I see. Um, I don't, wouldn't know the, I would have no idea. I'm like, no. it just comes out of the sky. I don't no. know how it would get I told myself phone. coding once it was HTML back in like 2001. That I, no one does that anymore. Dude, somebody DM'd me. They're like, hey, somebody's using your voice and your likeness for a page. Do you want me to set up a, I don't even know what what, the, what it was. And I was like, I Googled that. I read what it was and I still don't know what that is. And I'm like, but if you want to do one of a, whatever that was, you should. <laughs> like, if you think it'll help. I was like, I don't, I don't even, I have no fucking idea. I still they were like, should I set up a Norwalk? <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't real. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. That's really going to stay with me. Um, the rest of my week, I'm trying to think, what did I do this week? I did nothing. I just, same old stuff. You know, that, that happens to me every week. I'm like, oh, nothing happened. And after we're done recording, I'm like, how did yeah. I forget these three things that I did? <laughs> no, but let's see. No, I just. No games? Oh, my little one had her first basketball game Ooh. of the season. Scored the first bucket of the whole season. Husband also had his first game. Yes, <laughs> my husband coaches my fourth grade daughter's basketball team. She scored 10 points. She scored 10 points? Yeah, she's wow. good. She's getting really, really good. Um, How lowered are their nets? Not at all. I don't think so. Oh my god! Yeah, because they don't—they're fixed in the thing, so I don't think they move them. Yeah, she's real tall. She she has three teammates on her team that are as tall, if not slightly taller than her. And for fourth grade girls, they're really tall, so they just fucking walk on the oh, corner and like just fucking though. dunk on those bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's really great. My husband is—he loves it so much. It's really wonderful. But you know. Being the the coaching parents, it's 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 a fine line, you know. It's a fine line because, especially when your child is one of the better players, um, which and I'm not. This is not a brag. This is not a brag. Both my daughters are Very, some of the better players yeah. on their team, and when you have that situation, you want to give them their accolades and you want to give them the the praise that they deserve like you would any other kid. But then you're like, well, I don't want people to think that I'm playing favorites and I don't want people to think that I'm not giving other kids the praise or the time on the court because of it, you know? So it's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I've watched your older daughter play volleyball and like Dude. she didn't even know how powerful she was. She would serve and it would go out of bounds, <laughs> like out on the other side. And I was like, She's, oh my God, you're like a third of my size. <laughs> How are you doing that? Dude, you should see her now. Just one season of club. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, she's getting so good. But, you know, we're we're so excited. And also at the end of the year, the coaches present awards. I don't know if I've talked about this. You're presenting awards. You get oh, three awards yeah. and the rest of the girls get like a certificate for participation or whatever. It's not a participation trophy. It's just a certificate. Calm down, everybody. Um, but you allow three for like sportsmanship, MVP or like whatever. Best improved. Most improved or, you know, leadership, whatever. Yeah. But I don't give my daughters an award because I just think it's optically, it looks bad. It looks bad that the coach gives their kid an award, even though, especially last season, I believe my daughter deserved one. And I had to sit her down and be like, look, politics comes into play in everything you do. And if the mother, who is also the coach, gives her child an award, even though you are one of the, but, but then part of me is like, but that's bullshit. She earned it. She is one of the best players and she didn't get an award that's fucked up. It's, it's something to really, you know, I really have to reconcile. So for this season, you know, I told my husband, like, regardless, you know, go just pure statistics, go stats, assists, buckets, however you, however the basketball sports people numbers <laughs> do the number thing. I don't even fucking know, you know, and, and just go from that. Cause I don't know. And she, she scored 10 points in her first game. So she's, she's That's on her crazy. way. She wants an award so fucking Out of bad. How many points the game for her team? I think it was like. 20. Oh my gosh. She 24. scored like a little, like around yeah. half. And the That's other team scored wild. like nine. No, not even. I think they scored like four. Oh my gosh. All right. <laughs> Get that scholarship money. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Life is expensive. So expensive. Especially if I sell the family business. Oh my God. 
especially in LA. Where don't it? come here. <laughs> it's very expensive. Don't come here. You'll hate it. it. Your house will wash away. Also, celebrities are assholes. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> um, I don't know. What else are we talking about? Did you watch the Grammys? I watched a clip of the Grammys. I just did one singular clip. I, yeah. It was literally just the Miley Cyrus clip because you couldn't escape it. Oh yeah. Like I she couldn't says, escape it. I won my first Grammy. Yeah. And she's like, awesome. why isn't any, why are you all pretend like you don't know this song? <laughs> she's great. I love her personality. I think she's fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about it. I think she's grown into a pretty decent human being. I agree. Sure. A little bit of problematic past, but like Did growing she? up and finding oh, yourself. Like who didn't, you know? Yeah. Dude, was, she was a teenager, you know, teenager. she's matured. She's matured now. And she, I think she's incredibly talented. And nepotism aside, I actually love that song, Flowers. I think it's one of my favorite songs. She um, she really gives off Dolly Parton vibes a little bit. Mm. I don't think anyone can be Dolly Parton because that lady she's, is a saint. She's a unicorn. She's a narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> she's no, she's a unicorn. She's a unicorn. <laughs> she's almost fake. Right, right, right. Um, But I feel like Miley Cyrus like tries to emulate her. Yeah. There, did you see the, the Taylor Swift drama with Celine Dion? No. Okay, so Celine Dion, I don't know if you know, has this condition called stiff person syndrome, where I guess all of her muscles are like locking up. And like, so she hasn't been in, she hasn't performed, she hasn't been in the limelight, she cannot perform for like the last four years. And so then she comes out to present the award for album of the year, which is like a big deal. And people were like, oh my God, Celine's here. And like, you know, it's a big deal. And Taylor Swift won for album of the year making her the most winningest artist for that category. She's won four times for for album oh, of the year. Oh, now I see why Jay-Z said that during his speech. Maybe. And uh, so she wins and she comes up on stage and doesn't even acknowledge Celine Dion. Like, you know, if like somebody is presenting you an award, you give them a hug and you like, whatever. But it was really strange. She like brought Lana Del Rey up on stage, who I guess is her friend, who was also, I believe, in the category and yeah, lost. I think she was. And like brings her up on stage, which made it made me uncomfortable. I can't imagine how Lana Del Rey was feeling about it. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to lose them and be like, hey, come up. Like, please oh, don't make me. Like, yeah. it's making more of a spectacle of the fact that I, I lost. <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, I'm fine sitting here. I'll just drink my fucking vodka straight. And uh, so she goes up there and she's hugging everybody. And she doesn't, it's not she doesn't even like hug Celine down. She doesn't even acknowledge that she's there, which I just found really weird i was sitting there watching waiting for her to something oh my god i know you have stiff person syndrome like hi is it okay to hug you can i shake your hand nothing oh thank you yeah like an air hug and a lot of people think because of celine dion's condition they were either instructed to or taylor swift knew to not like hug her because of whatever but to but not even like look at her and be like yeah. hi thank you so like there was nothing i thought i found that really weird so there's a lot of like discourse yeah. You know, sometimes also yeah, when stuff like that maybe. happens, like you, you just get swept up in the in, moment, in the for moment, sure. and like you don't mean to. You're like, you know what I mean? She, yeah. Maybe she was like, "Hey, we told they were told not to hug her." I also hugged her backstage. So. Right. I I don't have a bad thing to say, but well, scratch that. I I love Taylor Swift. My daughters are obsessed with Taylor yeah. Swift. I I think her music is great. Like I I just thought that was a very like interesting moment in time which was a weird uh juxtaposition to miley cyrus which again only clip i watched but when <laughs> she came up she was like i almost missed this because of the rain and the traffic but she's like if i had known i was almost going to miss mariah carey yeah she's the one that right, presented it right, to her exactly yeah and she's exactly. like from one mc to the other and i was like what is that i was like oh, oh miley I cyrus know. right, right. <laughs> not like rapping mc <laughs> yeah 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 i was which like what does that be mean really cool i don't know <laughs> Um, there was another moment that I want to talk about, which was um, Tracy Chapman came out with Luke Combs, who covered Fast Car. I don't know who Luke Combs is. I'm assuming he is a country singer. He is a country singer. Is that his name? Yes, that's his name. Yeah, and it's actually a really beautiful cover. I don't know if you know the story of the, the Tracy Chapman cover. Okay, so you know the song Fast Car. Yeah, one of the most beautiful. I cannot listen to that song Sorry. unless I want to cry. Paul Simon also did an amazing to. rendition. Oh, too. really? Yeah. So Luke Combs asks Tracy Chapman. I think Akon, which is weird, but it was great. It was still- That's really interesting, car. are yeah. you sure? Okay. Yeah, it was like back in like 2009, 10. So Luke Combs wants to do a cover, and of course you have to get the permission for the from the original artist. So Tracy Chapman's like, you can do it, but you cannot change a single word of it. Ooh. I want you to sing it exactly how it was written. Yeah. And he does, and even in the parts where he's acknowledged, like the, the um, there's like gendered stuff in it. Like, you know, um, 
What is he? Hold on, let me go back. Let me think of the lyrics. Anyway. Like so he doesn't change the gender. He doesn't change like he or she or to I or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. He he sang it so well. And I'm not a big country fan. It was really beautiful. And I think it was really, really well done. And it was so like respectful. And I think paid homage to the song in exactly the way it should. And I like I said, I love that song. I cannot listen to it and not cry. Even just thinking about the song makes me cry. Look. Yeah. It's such a beautiful song. And so she's up there singing with him on the Grammys. Yeah. I am fucking hysterical watching this because it is so beautiful. Tracy Chapman, number one, sounds amazing yeah. and exactly like she always has, has not aged a day. If anything is aging fucking backwards. Like you wouldn't know her age aside from just the fact that she has gray hair. Her skin is amazing. She looks so gorgeous. And the way they sang it together was, it was really monumental to me. Like that song has a really special place in my heart just cause I don't know, it's just such a mood. You know why? It's so fucking sad. It is so sad. It is sad. And it's the opposite of most songs and it started really hopeful. Like we can, we can leave tonight and we'll, we can make it, we're gonna make it. And you know, we're gonna risk everything. Oh, and don't cry. I am gonna cry. I told you I love this I'm song. I'm going to cry. I love this song so much. Like, we have to leave tonight or we're gonna live and die this way. We have to go. And like, she puts all of her hope and dreams and everything into this relationship and it just doesn't go her way and it doesn't end her way. And it's just, so it's relatable. so sad how it yeah. ends. So like, I literally, I, I know you guys think I'm exaggerating. I cannot talk about this song and not cry because that feeling of like hopefulness and then just having it dashed that way is such a, it's so moving to me. So to watch her sing it with Luke Combs, knowing the history of the song and how he presented it and everything was just like, it was so, it was such a beautiful moment. And any Gen Xer who knows that song knows exactly how I feel right now because that song was such a big deal for, for our generation. Yeah. Goodbye, we done for the I'm, day. I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Akon and Paul Simon did like I feel like, like a, maybe it's a, is it a, as moving <laughs> version? Well, I mean, not as moving probably, but it was still a beautiful Paul cover. Paul Simon is a beautiful yeah. singer. I love Paul Songbird. Simon. He really is. He's generation. so talented. God, he's like, the, I mean, the most, his harmonies with Garfunkel were incredible. Man, I love that my mom loves Simon. I oh, like my parents love Simon Garfunkel to yeah. too. Um, yeah, I even- Learned how to, oh man. Are you gonna cry just cause he, I cried? No. Can't you just let me cry sometimes? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I just started thinking about how um, I was gonna be like, yeah, I even know how to play Bridge Over Troubled Water and Scarborough Fair on the cello. And then I remembered um, my grandma used to love listening Aww. to me playing Scarborough Fair. Ah. It's a, it's a, it's a I'm not turn. crying yet. There's <laughs> tears in my eyes. They have not, oh, there it goes. Oh, uh, too late. Um, oh, I, you know what? You know why I didn't recall this week? I've been watching more TV than I ever have because of the weather. I've just been sitting at home, like watching documentaries and stuff. Ooh, what kind of documentary? I watched um the We Are the World documentary. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, I get. I, I guess there was. It claims there was a lot of drama, right? It. Okay, I didn't know the the story of the We Are the World song. I mean, I knew the song. Obviously, it was like a huge hit in the eighties. It was like nineteen eighty five. Or 86, I was like 10 or 11 years old. I still think it's like the biggest collaboration. I don't see how there ever. could be a bigger yeah. one. So Lionel Richie and uh, Stevie Wonder and, uh, hold on, what's his name? Michael Jackson wasn't a part Michael of it? Michael Jackson was part of it. Um, no, but I mean like the conception. Yes. Okay. And the dad, the dad of Rashida, Rashida Jones, Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. Um, Quincy Jones all, were collaborating to, to write this song and they had this huge vision for it and they wanted to get all of these artists. And you know the song, if you know the song, you know like how huge of the, how huge yeah, these artists were. were. Yeah. So they did it the night of the American Music Awards, which was filmed in LA. Oh, they're like, everyone's gonna be in town. Everybody's so. gonna be in town. But the coordination of trying to get Huey Lewis, Tina Turner, you know, Anna. I mean, Madonna Everyone. was not there. Oh, she wasn't? No. Mm-mm. Sheila Scandalous. E was there because they wanted Prince to come, but Prince never came. I mean, Steve Perry, Huey Lewis, uh, D- Diana Ross, Dionne Warwick. I mean, like oh. these were humongous yeah. 
still are people stars. who coined the term divas. Yeah, yeah, right. Like the stars of of a generation, they were all there, and like some people. What I found the most compelling about it was hearing people that are just like these huge stars, Cindy Lauper or whatever, being like, I was in this room and I was so nervous and I was so intimidated because there were so many stars. I'm like, which is so funny because you are also a star and you wouldn't think, it really like exposed their humanity and their insecurities. And then you watch them just like sitting around, like waiting to sing their parts. And it was just like, I didn't know that it was all recorded. The video was recorded, everything in one night. One night, they after the American Music, like these people were already like Bruce Springsteen flew in from New York after he had performed a concert, and then like got on a plane and then sang and like stayed there till like six o'clock in the morning. Like it was crazy. Jeez, who was his horrible tour manager that scheduled that? Jesus, the tour was on schedule first. Oh, then this then was the American way after. Well, no, but I just mean like it's still on American Music Awards night. I don't think he was gonna go to the American. I don't oh. think he went to the American Music Awards. I don't think. Also, it's like a bit bold to be like, hey, after the award ceremony where I know normally you guys go out and party, can right. you guys come sing? But if you think like, well, who's gonna be there? Well, every fucking major singer in the world is going to be there you're like oh, i don't want to miss that yeah. i'm not missing that for anything unless you're prince prince or Madonna. prince was like no thank you i don't want to which is like such a quintessential prince, prince thing, thing to do to he's too. like i would but i don't want to bye yeah. <laughs> he just didn't go who i love prince. i don't like to do anything but i'm gonna guest star on the new girl for but whatever I think, reason i loved that episode love that, that episode's so amazing i think he had a, a lot of social anxiety i think he was like really anxious and he was just i think a lot of it was maybe like I mean, he knew how talented he was, but possibly I'm assuming he also front. had like a lot of crazy stalkers and stuff because people like were upset. But yeah, but so did Michael Jackson. Yeah, I love he that. I love that too. Latoya Jackson was there. Latoya <laughs> was like, "Well, if my brother's going, I'm going." Like Janet didn't even go. Tito didn't even go. Like none of the other Jacksons went. But Latoya's like, "I don't sing, but I'm going." <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was there. Do you know who Dan Aykroyd yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. I was like. How did you get in this room? Like you're not a singer, you're a random comedian. No, in fact, so, I've heard him sing. He's not great. Yeah, so so random. Anyway, that was really good. I really enjoyed watching that. Um, I've been watching a lot of this new game show called The Floor. What's The Floor? It's oh my god, I think you would love it. It has Rob Lowe as the host. Oh, I've seen a clip, but I didn't watch how the game works. So like they invited like a hundred people or whatever. And they're all on this like square on this floor that's illuminated, you know, that has this like- Yeah, you know, like a disco floor. Yeah, but it's more than just illuminated. It's like a TV, it, it, you can, oh, it's a oh, screen. Okay. So like um, what you do is everyone goes and they have a subject of expertise. Okay. It'll be like, you know, things you find in a bathroom or Grammy award winners or, you know, whatever it is. And you battle people that are surrounding your tile for their expertise. And then basically what Rob, do, Rob Lowe does is he walks away and it counts down and on the screen, they'll show images of stuff. And the first person to name it, oh no, and it's not the first, you take turns and if you get it wrong or you, if you get it wrong, it, nothing happens, the time just keeps going. But if you pass, it takes off three seconds off your clock. So at, whoever runs out of time first loses. And they leave and that person takes over your square. And at the end, whoever owns the whole floor wins $250,000. But it's just like, it's That's like- really stressful. It is stressful, but it's also like entirely fun. But the one, there was one episode where the one person's expertise was Simpsons. Okay. And instead of showing Simpsons characters, they're like, oh, we're going to show you images of the people who do the voices. Oh. And you have to name that person. Except oh, it wasn't even the cast. It was all guest guests oh it's like so celebrity it had guests? nothing to do with the simpsons you were just like naming celebrities oh, and i was like that's oh that's fair. bullshit yeah that's yeah not yeah fair. that would make me upset but like uh that was kind of fun but um i just my brain went to i guess we're turning this episode into what did we watch this week kind yeah. of episode which is fine um because i also watched um the new uh mr and mrs smith oh i haven't seen that yet it's with donald donald glover donald glover and I want to say her name is Kaya, Kayla something. I can't remember. She's on that show, Pen15. Will you look it up, Ron? Sorry. I, I want to get it right because she's half Japanese. <laughs> Pen, just look up Pen15. Probably be faster. They, 
pen name for penis. It is. And I didn't know that. What? When you look at it, you're like, why does that say penis? Well, no, I, it doesn't. It didn't register to me like that because I'm not a 15 year old boy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and so I was I showed a clip of it. Actually, and I put hashtag pen 15 and I got that video got violation. I got a violation. Oh, I, was like, what? I do what remember do? that. What? I was like, oh, it says penis. In our defense, all men in our defense, though, all men are 15. Okay, fine. Anyway, it's the a, like a series based off of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the movie, I'm guessing. Um, and uh, it's Donald Glover and Maya Erskine, who is from Pen15. And it's, I honestly, if I'm being totally honest, I've never watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the movie. So I don't really know the dynamic. But you know that um, Brad Pitt and uh, Angelina Jolie are like smoldering fucking ridiculously hot people. So you know that there's gonna be this like ridiculous, like sexual tension hotness going on because it's so obvious. And then because it also was happening in real life. Oh yeah. Anyway. <laughs> How well that worked out. Um, But with Donald Glover and, and Maya Erskine, it's maybe less obvious they're, they're like, sexualness are they're obviously both very good looking people yeah, i'm not like, saying that they're very attractive they're very attractive people but maybe not in like the conventional way she's half japanese half white and he's black so like obviously not conventional white beauty standards right that's kind of what i more meant yeah. um but their their tension is maybe like less obvious and it's really like subtle and they both play it so well. Oh, so like more real life. Yeah, very much more real life. And I think maybe that's why. I think their their beauty is maybe more of like a relatable beauty, maybe especially to me. Um, but it's not overtly like sexual or at least it's not yet. Uh, I've only, I'm only in the first episode, but it was really good. It's really tense and you don't really know what's going on and you're not, I, I really am enjoying it. I like it a lot. And I, I don't watch a lot of series television unless, oh, unless there's an Asian person in it. Maybe that's why. But you also won't watch Korean dramas. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. I've been watching uh, this one on Amazon studios called Marry My Husband. Is it Korean? Yeah. Oh. And uh, a Mary, couple- my husband. Yeah, like a, about two months ago when I had a little bit of gout one morning, I like was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna lay in bed because my foot hurts so much. And so then I came across this like webtoon, which is like, you know, a comic book on the internet. I did not know that. I would have never known that. And okay. it's a, uh, it was a Korean one called Marry My Husband. And it was this like manhwa, you know? Mm -hmm. And I read it and it's like this crazy premise where um, this woman, she finds out like 10 years into her marriage after her, she has so much stress in her life caused by her lazy, shitty husband that she ended up getting stomach cancer and she's like dying. Oh. And she like breaks out of the hospital because she's like, I need to get out, goes home, opens the front door and notices a pair of red heels that she gifted her best friend. That fucking bitch. Yeah, and then she walks in to find out that her best friend since they were like in middle school and her husband are having an affair. And before she even walked in, she like heard them talking and, and her she hears her best friend be like, she's just like taking forever to die. Should I just like push her off a cliff or something? Yeah, so it's like, you know. Oh, now I have to watch it. Yeah, so then, um, so then she goes to confront them and the husband obviously gets very defensive and in his defensiveness gets physical and pushes her. She falls back, hits her head on a table and dies. The, the wife with stomach cancer? Yeah, she dies. This happens like within the first couple pages. And in the in the show, it happens like within the first couple minutes. But then she somehow wakes up 10 years in the past. She wakes up in 2013, literally. Oh. Yeah, and like- I love that. Yeah, and she, get, and she knows everything that's gonna happen. So oh. her idea is- She should invent Amazon. She so she kind of <laughs> does that. She does invest in stocks. She's like, oh, I remember this stock does really well, yeah. and, or like, oh, I remember this start, stock started doing really well, and then they found out there was a scandal, and the CEO ran away, and then it plummeted. So like, she does do that yeah. a little bit, but also it's called marry my husband because she thinks to herself, she's like, if I can get my best friend to marry my husband instead, she will have my miserable life, oh, and because she and was planning to cancer. kill me anyway, fuck her, let her get the stomach cancer and die. You know what I mean? And yeah. be miserable. So then it's this like huge thing. And there's like even this like one scene where like 
10 years prior, her, her friend is obviously a horrible person. Yeah. Like she's one of those people, like she made up lies in middle school so that her friend would get bullied and she would look like, Oh my God, look how nice she is. Like befriending this like loser, you know, kind of a thing. Friend of me with Munchausen anyway. Yeah. And then like, there's this one scene where like in the office work. Oh, so the three of them all work in the same office. Oh my God. So complicated. Yeah. And like, there's this one scene in the cafeteria 10 years prior when her friend purposely bumps into her so that she spills her like kimchi chige all over her shirt uh-huh. and then she falls and stuff like that, except she knows that's gonna happen. So this time she sidesteps and trips her and then has her fall into her husband so that they both get kimchi chige all over oh. them. And it's like this like really fun, but like, really cheesy mm-hmm. but like really dramatic it sounds good i'm gonna watch it okay now i'll watch so it maybe good. i'll watch it and, and it's it's also. on um it's on amazon but like i've been watching that and they've been releasing two episodes every week on a, one on monday and one on tuesday oh they're not all out yet i, I gotta think, watch the whole thing i think the full i think the last episode might come out today so you don't know how it ends i know how it ends okay. in the comics uh, okay. because i read it but towards the last like couple of episodes they've started deviating a little from the book i mean they not everything was 100 percent but stuff have, has been deviating a lot. So like, I don't know how it's going to end in the um, show, but man, it's such an amazing guilty pleasure. If you've been watching or have not, if you've been watching Mary, my husband, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you should try watching it. Cause it's, it's fun. It sounds really cute. Okay. I like it. I'm in. But other than that, thanks for asking about my week. <laughs> just kidding. Oh yeah. How was your week? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Didn't um, I, did, did you say okay? How no. was your weekend? <laughs> uh, uh, rain, same. You know. Oh, cool. So you, I'm glad <laughs> we, I. Uh, we also live in LA. <laughs> thanks for the, the lead up on that one. Ed. No, just kidding. <laughs> but um, I did go to a gala. I guess technically you can call it. It wasn't oh. like a formal gala. It was like business casual gala. Is that a gala still? <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't know if it's technically a that gala. That just sounds like a party. But it was uh, Radio Korea's 35th anniversary. Oh, cool. Yeah, and for some reason, I was invited because the CEO reached out to me a couple of weeks ago. He was like, hey, we should grab lunch. Um, he's thinking about having this, like, Americanized English version of this, like, politics show and he was trying to see if i would be interested in it i think hey that's cool it would be cool i probably shouldn't be talking about it because like it's still up in the air but i'm a little nervous because like i know politics but like enough to like lead a show lead a i don't know about leading a show but just being one of the one of the members you know and then like talking on a weekly basis how come they didn't ask me (laughs) i know some things stuff But I went. I could talk good too. <laughs> but uh, I went and like, I was like, I was like, obviously I'm going to go because this is cool. But two, I hate going to those things. Yeah. Especially if I have to go by myself. Mm. I have like horrible social anxiety. That's not nice of them to just invite just you. Did they give you like an and plus one or anything? No, no. I, Cause like th- there was a lot of people there. Anybody you know? notable? Um. It was mostly Korean people and Korean business owners in LA and stuff. And then like their disc jockeys and stuff. So like, you know, they would be notable. Mm. I just don't listen because most of radio Korea is in Korean. And like, even though I can speak Korean, I can't speak or understand adult talk. Yeah. Like politics. Right. No, Me neither. Like, so. Oh, you mean grown up Korean? Yeah. No, I speak kid Korean. <laughs> um, and the CEO, he doesn't really speak that much Korean either. He's oh, like, really? yeah, he's mostly English. It's, it's his family business. So. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, so that's why he's like trying to diversify with like some English. Yeah, good shows. call. He's like, I don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah. on. <over> there. <laughs> really good guy. I'm pretty sure they're talking shit about me, and I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I went, and I even said to Ron, I was like, uh, I was like, I'm excited to go, but I hate these things. He's like, I'm not gonna know anyone. As soon as I walk in, I recognize an artist that we walked in. Oh, good. And the CEO knew that I knew him, so he sat me next to him. Oh, and good. I walked in, I was like, oh, David, so Thank good to God. see you. Don't leave me. <laughs> but then our table was basically all of the CEO's like notable friends. Mm. So, which meant that none of us knew anyone else yeah. there. So then we all started to get to oh, talking. That's good. And then like, you know, we all kind of became friends. And 
You were um, at the kids' table. <laughs> literally, that's how we got joking. Oh, really? That. Yeah. We're like, we're just the misfit friends group <laughs> amongst yeah. all of these Ajashis and Ajumas. Yeah, right, right, you know? right. And then even his mom came over and was like, oh, hi, how are you guys doing? I was like, oh, I'm a child. Oh, I'm like, I, I a 40-year-old child. Uh, yeah, the mac and cheese is good. <laughs> I like these chicken tenders a lot. <laughs> Do you guys have milkshakes? Oh, man. That's funny because after dinner, someone brought over a plate of desserts and I was like, are those munchkins and donuts? So, yep, still yep, a child. This is, yeah, there we go. Well, then they were right. Yeah, but that's that, so cool. Yeah, dude. that was cool. That's yeah. really awesome. Like, I hope you. I don't really get invited to those things. So, well, you know, but it was obviously for a reason. Obviously, Maybe. you were invited. We'll, well yeah, yeah. I don't think he would have extended the invitation. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? If I so, was like some fucking schmo off schmuck. the street. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm not, but you know. I was gonna say I'm. <laughs> that's cool. A little bit. So wait, would it be a show that broadcasts in Korea or here? Here. both? No, no, no. Radio Korea broadcasts in America. In fact, when I first met with the CEO, I learned this tidbit that I am going to make a video about soon. But um, Radio Korea was pivotal during the LA riots. I'm not surprised. Because at the time, and he said it, as soon as he said these words, I was like, oh, yep, all the dots are connecting. And that makes so much sense. He's like, social media didn't exist in the 90s. that's all they had. And like the only, and like, you know, TV wasn't gonna like stick up for these Korean people. So like it was Radio Korea that mobilized the rooftop Koreans and told people like, hey, avoid this area. All the Korean people are gonna be congregating here for safety, like all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, Whoa, that's that's cool. cool. That's really cool. And the disc jockeys that did that are still working there. Oh, yeah. So like that's a piece of history that I was like, whoa, I didn't know that. Be part of that. Be part of that. That's amazing. That's so cool. But uh, other than that, I went to go eat this like bulldog fried chicken sandwich. And because, like, to be my gout hurts, <laughs> my feet hurt, I can't get enough coconut water in my body. <laughs> well, whenever Ron goes over to his girlfriend's house, I'm always like, What am I gonna eat? And then, as soon as I pull up Yelp, Ron knows this is the reason why, like, he's like, Why don't you ever pick what we want to eat? Because I'm like, Because you know, it'll start here be, yep. and it always ends down in fried chicken for yep. me, you know what I mean. And that's bad for me. So, like, I start looking around and I find this place called Chamelier in Koreatown. And they just recently added this Pultak fried chicken sando. Was it so good? So, I had recently, for my 500,000, I made. Oh, yeah, I got congratulations, Korean by the fried, way. Oh, thanks. I got Korean fried chicken and I had this idea to put Pultak sauce on it because I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Delicious. And it actually makes so much sense. Yeah, of course. Because even the Pultak sauces still have the chicken bouillon seasoning yeah. flavor in it. And you're like, uh, this enhances all the chicken flavors yeah. and it's amazing. So I went to go get it. It was really good. They put it on sliced bread so it would be big, mm. which, but then like. You can like get squished. I ate it in my car within minutes of them finishing making it. And even in that video, you can see that the bread's already soaking wet. Disintegrating. Yeah, it's like disintegrating. So I was like, I appreciate that you guys wanted this to be bigger, but I was like, can we just get like a big ass bun? Please? Yeah, so a little structure and stability. Yeah, but and there's like, like a barrier on the outside. Yeah, and there's, but there was important. so much chicken in it. Like it was huge. So like, and it was like so messy and it started disintegrating. So it's one of those things like once you put, hold it, I don't like you it. can't put it oh, down. No, I don't like that. You have to shovel it in your mouth. So oh, it's no. I don't I don't like feeling bullied by my food. <laughs> <laughs> you better eat it now. No, I can't. I want to take breaks. I like touching other things and my, sipping my drink. Yeah. Uh, my, my, um, my other end did not love it. Oh. <laughs> the next day. Mm, we're close, Ed, but we're not, we're not poop close. <laughs> burning fire. <laughs> We're not Donkamon close. <laughs> we are now. Um, Ring of fire. I also, yeah. <laughs> I also got their rosé tteokbokki, which just tasted like vodka sauce. Oh, really? And I was like, I understand the shortcut if that is what it's they did. really funny, though, that they go full throttle on the sandwich and then, like, yeah. fucking pump the brakes on the tteokbokki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the tteokbokki. And it, it, was, it was kind of weird, too, because that ginormous sandwich is $13, which I was like, whoa, that's cheap, especially in L.A. Yeah. But then the tteokbokki was $10. So I was expecting this tteokbokki, and it came in this little ramekin. Oh, motherfucker. It was, like, seven ducks in there. No. And I couldn't tell if it was slightly fried. Or if it was stale, yeah. And it was cold. Yeah, but I think the coldness, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna 
talk bad on them too much, but yeah, it was good. It was good. The sandwich sounds incredible. And the shrimp toast was really crispy and delicious, Ooh, even though toast. it was just a little bit greasy. It was still delicious. Frying bread is a an art. It is an art. Frying bread is a true art because you let it, if the oil is the wrong temperature or you let it sit there for even a second too long, it just gets waterlogged with oil. Oil-logged. And, yeah. and it's just like, oil when you bite it and like the oil runs out of a piece of bread, there's nothing So we grosser. didn't do that, but afterwards my stomach failed. Uh, and I only know this in Korean, like, mm. you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I need some kimchi. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Heavy. Yeah. Um, Greased, greasy, greasy, heavy, yeah, thick, like dense, slash like mixed with bubble guts. Uh, yuck. You know, maybe bubble guts is the right term. Maybe. Um, well, that's well. It sounds like a very like hit or miss on the menu. It was. There. It was <laughs> definitely go there for the fried chicken. I'm sure the fried chicken is delicious. Can you get the fried chicken not in the sandwich? Yes, they do have traditional Korean fried chicken. Because okay, I, like I said, and they I also don't have non-fried chicken too. You're my sandwich. You don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'll tell you when I'm ready to take another fucking bite. But man, it was so good. And I made the amateur mistake of eating the fried chicken sandwich first. So for the other two non-spicy meals, my face was still flushed and sweating the whole time. And I was like... Yeah, I didn't think this was. Yeah, that's okay. Live and learn next time. But then if I did ate the fried chicken sandwich last, I don't know that there would have still been a sandwich. That sounds so good, though. I'm starving. I'm like, kimchi chicken? Tteokbokki? Chicken sandwich? Let's have all of it. Yeah. All of it. You're talking about this. confused to know that all of it's Korean food, so you could eat it all together. It's true. Also, that was my first time eating shrimp toast. Shrimp toast is delicious. It is. It's always different at places. It's always different. Even with the mijigune, it was delicious. Fried bread. I love fried bread. Also, I think when you fry bread, you have to fry double fry it. Are you sure? Yeah, because I think the double frying gets rid of the greasiness. I don't know how that works, but that's what people keep claiming. So it doesn't feel sciency at all to me. That feels like a feels like a narwhal. <laughs> real, but not real. <laughs> every every I'm gonna use narwhal all the time. Whenever I think something is not real, but it's actually real. <laughs> Republicans. Uh. Narwhal. I can't believe they're real. <laughs> yeah. Like really weird stuff. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was profound. Great, great, <laughs> astute um, assessment of the situation. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like that was a very appropriate rain episode. I think so too. I, th- I We can hear the rain right now and I'm like. <sighs> <laughs> That's funny. I hear the rain and I'm like, well, my bladder is like. Oh, <laughs> is it, is it's raining? Um, it's pouring the old man is snoring because rain makes people sleepy. I thought it was one of those really morbid songs, like all those kid lullabies. Oh yeah. God. Like because ring around dies, the rosy. Right? Rain, rain, oh, he didn't wake up in the morning. Didn't wake up in the morning. Fuck. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Ring around the rosies about polio. Or, yeah. Or like one that. of those old like diseases that we have vaccines for now. Oh, my God. And then um, Rockabye Baby is about something specific. I forget, but it's about some disease that killed babies, right? The plague? The bubonic plague, maybe? I just... I just want to take a nap, man. I don't know. I, I don't fucking know. This is, this is so dark. Nothing is real. Nothing is real. Even the jack of all trades, master of none. That's not That's not the full. Narwhals are real. Narwhals are real. <laughs> Nothing is real. Everything is real. I don't Wait, know. Wait, jack of all trade, master of none. That's not the full saying. What is it? I forget what it is. But it, but the whole actual saying is actually talking about how you want to be a master of none. Yes. Like that's the saying. Like you want to be a jack of all trades. Right. Because that when it ends there, you're like, oh, you're jack of all trades, but like you don't master anything, so that's stupid. You know what mm. I mean? Better than a master of one. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Nothing is real. Google is free. And on that note, goodbye. <laughs> is it time? Time to be finished. Oh my gosh. Is your belly okay? Sorry, my hand is cold. I'm allergic. You know he loves me the most of anybody, right? He does love you a lot. He really loves um Ron's girlfriend too. Oh. 
know, maybe he just likes Asian chicks. When you <laughs> fetishes Asian, no, I'm just kidding. When you went inside, I jokingly was like, "Oh, Archie kind of reminds me of that book." Are you my mother? Oh. And then, and then Ron was like, "But he actually met his mother, uh, saw his mother a couple weeks ago," and I was like, "Oh yeah, she hates him." <laughs> and then I was like, "Yep, she's definitely the Are you my mother duck?" I am was your duck. mother. My friend came to visit at the at the store. I don't know if you want to include this or not. And she had um, her little kids with her. And one is like two, just barely two. And the other one's like four. And I, and I picked the little girl up. She's two. And I was like holding her. I was like, I haven't held a kid like this in so long. And I was like, oh, no. Come here. Daughter. Come here, daughter of mine, little daughter. Um, She's she's about as tall as me now. So it's just not quite the same. But I miss uh -huh. holding. I know. Feels like it. Oh, okay. I was like. Did she have a ginormous growth for since the last she's, time I saw her? She's just about as tall as her sister now. She's so tall. It's crazy. You're going to see her. The, so fast. Her, the, the brand new shoes that I got her for basketball don't fit. They're a size eight. Yep. I wear a size eight and a half. My kids are going to pay less. Dude. Why? Why pay for anything? My husband's like, we'll, we'll just get her some new Nikes. I'm like, $130 Nikes for if for she's in months? fourth grade. For two months. It's going to last they're two still, months. They're not going to give her a scholarship right now, so just calm down. I actually do remember that even as a kid, my feet growing so fast that my mom had to buy shoes like yeah. twice a year. So annoying. Anyway. But shoes also weren't $200 back then. So oh. oh, you do know who I am. Hey, Dad. I'm going to put my butt <sighs> towards you so I can look at it. Here's my <laughs> You can look at mommy. You look at your mama. I love you so much. I love you so much. You're a boy. You're a boy. I love that Um, the first time your husband met Archie, <laughs> he like kept his distance. He even, he even said like he's verbally. Trying. He's like, oh, I, I don't really like small dogs. And then over the last, over the course of the, like even the week after that, it already drastically changed. And then last week, as soon as he saw him, he's like, oh my goodness, Archie. <laughs> he's so full of shit. <laughs> he's so full of shit. Who could have not loved this baby? Anyway, the word just fucking dragging this on. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good times. I also really have to pee. So I'm Susie last yes. week. Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, on that note, thank you for joining us. Um, not every week has to be serious. No. We don't have to be super serial every week. I think next week we're going to do, are we going to do the food episode? We should always tease the, well, we never know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> tease should do the episode, except the woman we never know what we're who doing. minutes before we start recording. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, if we say we have to do it. So um, we should have done it this week if the rain didn't throw us off It was so all much. the rain's fault. Obviously. Not poor planning, I swear. <laughs> Obviously. But next week, um, in honor of Lunar New Year, which is this Saturday, we are going to be doing an Asian food episode. Yay! So if you have any stories, please eat. write them in, uh, like right now, or oh yeah, write otherwise. in your favorite um, Asian food dishes, or if you and your family have a specific dish that you eat on on Lunar New Year, or like a restaurant you go to, whatever, whatever it is, let us know, yeah. and we're gonna try to get as many of the foods as possible. Yeah, especially all the different versions of dumplings and egg rolls. Yes, because, yes, Ooh, Yep. Great. Yeah. Now Write those really in. Hungry. Do it, please. But thank you for joining in. We love having you here. If you would love to help keep us. Or keep just like. You don't have to love to help us. <laughs> yeah. If you have even an inkling of a small a desire <laughs> of being like, maybe, then please help support this podcast, Codpast. <laughs> Narwhal. <laughs> <laughs> By helping keep it sustainable and join our Patreon, um, we might be doing a sandwich thing. It may end up there. We Who don't knows? know. We don't. If it's not, this isn't going to be in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but please consider joining our Patreon uh, so that, you know, I'm going to get repetitive here. But you can also follow us on our socials. You can find me at Sujo one on TikTok and Instagram. I'm at Etch-A-Sketch with a J. The podcast is at What in the Shibara. That's S-H-I-B-A-L. This one is at Archie and Colt on Instagram. Sorry, little buddy. I love you. Please don't hate me. And if you are watching us on YouTube, make sure you like, 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 
If you are watching us on YouTube, please make sure you like, subscribe, and ring the notification bell. Ding. <laughs> Otherwise, thank you for joining us, and we will catch you on the next one. Okay, okay bye. bye. Oh, Archie.